Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You there? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, man, my man, my man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> wow. Um, so basically, real quick, um, this is actually my first official episode, and um, you are the first of them all. You're the pioneer. <laughs> That's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> so this is definitely, uh, for me, it's a privilege, and uh, it's definitely something different. So, you know, um, again, I say thank you. And um, good to hear from you. Yeah, hey, this this takes a, takes me back to the days when we used to record cassette tapes. Ooh, man, <laughs> <laughs> we made um, we made uh, what was it? I guess like Love Advice. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I forgot about that. I forgot <laughs> that that's a moment. This actually <laughs> that's a moment. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. That is true. We did that when we was actually with kids in the basement. Cook that up real quick. Uh, yeah. So we was like, what, 10, 12 years old or something like that? <laughs> it it might have. Yeah, I believe so. Because um, I have mom's machine. She's for karaoke. And we had like one mic and we two mics. We was going hard for a minute making those things. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. We made actually love advice tapes back in the day and had no idea about love. At least I know. I know. We was virgins. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that's that's crazy. I forgot about that completely. Wow, wow. Well, um, like I said, man, uh, it's, it's definitely a, a privilege to have you with this this first segment for me. Um, this is something new for me to try out. See how it goes. Like I said before, you're the pioneer to it. So, um, you know, I'm gonna do is get right into it real quick. You know, and we just go from there. Cool. Uh, basically, you know, people don't know who you are, but this is my this is my first cousin, um, Thomas, aka Tommy Walker the second. Um, we've been whew, at the hip since God knows when. Yeah, you know? we grew up and, like brothers. <laughs> yeah, basically. and um, we got real close. Um, I would say like. They're like uh, mid nineties, late nineties maybe. And uh we was going at it hard by playing football like you know, family do on the weekends and everything else in the world, you know. Um he is now he is a father, a family man at that shall I really say. Um happily married. He's reciting his his uh, his vow, renewing his vow, excuse me, um sometime September. Mm-hmm. Got the invite. So working on that on that trip for you to make that happen. Please, please do so. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's also um, a veteran. So with that being said, let me uh, extend my gratitude to you as family and as uh, an armed forces vet and say thank you for your services, which is much appreciated. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know and. Uh, like I said, this is family right here. So we came a long way, you know, as family. You know, we had ups and downs, but we as men now, we are both fathers, um, successful in life, you know, and um, we can tell about it to our kids, which is a great thing. So this is definitely a, a great thing for me to do. Um, so real quick, um, just a quick bio on you, 
if you can, like 10 seconds, you know, um, tell everybody basically what you do for a living, you know, what are your hobbies, and from there we'll go to the questions real quick. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, again, uh, Tommy Walker here living in Southern California, beautiful San Diego, California. Um, been here for shoot, 17 years now, and uh, I'm currently uh, a real estate agent with Century 21 Award. Uh, you can check me out at TommyWalkerHomes.com or Century21Award.com. And I also co-own a coffee shop called Project Rio Collective alongside my beautiful wife, uh, and uh, four other families that actually own in on that shop with us. So it's a total of five families um, that, that own a coffee shop right here in the neighborhood that we actually uh, live in. So we all, we all own property here in the community, and we, we all decided to get together and, and invest into the community and open this coffee shop. Um, so that, those two are my, my full-time jobs, um, as well as mentoring, um, and, and uh, any community service that I can get my hands into um, on a weekly basis. Uh, as far as hobbies go, oh man, um, my hobbies, <laughs> man, I, I, I think my hobbies are doing what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I made my, my hobbies full-time full -time jobs. So so my, my reset time, you know, what I do to reset is I'll just, you know, kind of hang out, especially like on a Sunday afternoon and, and uh, read, a, read some book, whatever the book that I have on on deck and uh, listen to some music and, and just kind of veg out, just try not to, to do too much thinking and reset myself for the week. Uh, you know what? I definitely got to say one thing, man. I definitely commend you for a lot of things you've done and what you're doing right now. Cause, uh, you're actually the ultimate hustler. <laughs> you are the ultimate hustler. You know, um, I think that's something I've noticed with you growing up. Was that you actually had your hands in everything and um, kept it that way. So that being consistent is actually a great thing. And like I said, you're ultimate hustler. So, you know, I definitely give it to you hands down, you know. Um, and I've, I've done some research and I was trying to actually tap into um, this Project Rio. Like, tell me about this, because I, I know I did see a live video um Maybe about a week ago or two about you guys um, trying to make it better for the community as far as, you know, like farmers markets and things of that nature. How's it going for you? Yeah, so so Project Rio is uh, an organization that I actually hopped on. Um, man, it was it was it was crazy how it happened. So it was a, a bunch of people from the neighborhood were out on the main road, which is called Rio Drive, uh, R.E.O. Drive. And they were cleaning up and I was on my way to the gym and I pulled over and was just, you know, I just said, hey, hey, who's in charge? And they pointed to the guy that was in charge um, of the cleanup. And I got out the car, went over. They was on the side of the street. And I was just like, hey, man, like this. I've been here for a year in this neighborhood. First time I'm seeing this. How can I be a part? You know, I want to be able to clean up my neighborhood as well. Uh, you know, especially, you know, like you said, with us being from Queens, uh, my neighborhood is identical to to the way we grew up in Queens. So he was like, yo, just, you know, just come back and, and let's chop it up and, you know, go from there. So I, I, I went to the gym, came back. They were still out there cleaning up. Um, the guy that it was in charge, his name is Enrique Lugo. Uh, we call him Chicle because he's an artist here in San Diego. 
And uh, we hit it off. And from there, Project Rio. So Project Rio is an organization that was started by uh, Enrique and a few other uh, community um, residents by painting a mural in this neighborhood. And this neighborhood wasn't the best neighborhood back in the days. I mean, just like South South Jamaica, Queens and Far Rockaway, Queens, you know, it had a reputation in the, the, the late 80s and 90s. And, and they sought out to just revitalize it. And it started with the mural and then they moved over to doing cleanups and then they started doing movie nights. And I came on board, my wife and I came on board with the cleanups. Um, and this was at its inception, like they were just getting things started. Um, they were they were uh, just a few months into the game and uh, and, and I hopped on board and, and we just started taking things to the next level. More people came on board. Uh, if you see our Facebook page, um, you know, we're 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 up over 1400 um, community members on that Facebook page. So all we do is just try and, and, and bring a peace of mind to this community, clean it up, trying to show, you know, a, a sense of ownership and pride in the community. Um, and just kind of giving the community what it deserves. This is one of those communities that's been overlooked by the city for so long and not getting the things that it deserves as far as financial contributions and political support. And that's what we, we did. We came in and, and just became, you know, the, the, the liaisons for this neighborhood in the city of San Diego. Wow. You know what? You know, it, it's... Um... To me, I, I find it to be uh, very hard to find people actually who are interested in helping out the community in so many ways. Um, I, I think now to this day, some still just tend to turn the blind eye of certain things, let things do what they are without taking that chance to, you know, it makes you make a difference if I could. But in this point with you, it's actually different. You know, you took that the leading role and certainly get involved and that's appreciative. You know, I mean, what you live at now, hopefully I'll see it one day within a few months, you know, but September. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, um, that that's a great thing. It, you know, it's great to have those within your community actually willing to um, do the upbringing versus those on the outside coming in, taking over, and then they start monopolizing certain areas and changing things for their own view and not for what the community actually wants to see for their own purpose. Like those who've been there for so long, you know, and um, that's actually, that's great. That's really great. Um, hope you guys keep that going. You know, I really do. Um, that's definitely a blessing to have. Thank you. Um, meeting good people and like yourself and your amazing wife, Danielle, and I will give her a shout out. Um, she'll be next on my list to call for definitely an interview. I see her making moves also do her yoga thing. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. yoga too on FaceTime, but I'll get to her in that soon, hopefully. Um, now the real estate game, I know that's, that's a real big thing these days. Um, everybody's trying to get their hands in a lot of things, but real estate seems like the way to go, um, but I'm going to let you actually explain to me, you know, what is your driving that? Because I've noticed lately and beforehand, you will pretty much post videos. Um, if you own a house, you had house tips on the house, you know, which actually those actually pretty cool. Because with that, you told me things I didn't know before. 
So wow. um, how is that going for you when it comes to real estate? Like, how is the market out there in San Diego when it comes to, you know, buying houses? You know, what's the, what's the drive you have for that? So, so the, the, the market here in San Diego is, it's pretty, it's pretty good right now. It's a seller's market, um, which means that we have so many buyers out there, um, but we don't have enough homes to put these buyers in. So that's, what's making it a seller's market. So the demand for homes is, 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 uh, definitely up. And, and my, my passion came for, um, you know, early on, I was in my twenties and I was going to this church and, and, and the church, the, the pastor there said, hey, you know, you'd be a good real estate agent. I, I didn't know what that was. So I, I jumped into to studying and and in the process of studying and learning it, I was like, wow, this is pretty good. And I was in the military at the time. So this was, you know, back in the early 2000s. And um, I, I failed four times, failed the test four times because I didn't I didn't go out. You know, your early 20s, you don't you don't study. <laughs> you know, you just you figured, I figured I could just walk in and pass. <laughs> yep, that's it. Yeah, so so I did that four times. Who and, and of course uh, they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. <laughs> so I was insane, <laughs> and and so on my on on my way out of the military around 2008, uh, 2007, the market crashed. Right before the market crash, I got into mortgages. So I, I enjoyed the the hustle of being. Um, entrepreneur financial person in the real estate uh side of the business so being a mortgage originator that was fun but then the market crashed so i had to hop out of that and continue my military career and when i got out in 2009 you know i just had i had to hop into something to pay the bills um and then the passion i just i never lost it so it came back when i said you know i've been doing this job for so long i'm ready to get back into the entrepreneur life and and really go go hard so I studied for the test, passed the first time up, and and the, the the reason why I love it so much is because you're taking people, if it's a first time home buyer or or somebody who's done it two, three, four, ten times, you're taking them from one place to where it's just an idea, it's just a thought, or it's just a conversation, and then it becomes a reality. So there's not too many fields that you could get into that you can have that 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 capability, and, that, and that's what I love about the real estate especially here in San Diego, because we have a lot of veterans here. And of course, being a veteran, you know, I have the opportunity of getting these guys, you know, these families uh, into homes for the first time and, and, and seeing their smiles and, and, and how much, you know, they, they work so hard and to be able to call something at their own. It's, it's just, it's just mind blowing and amazing to see how happy they are with their families. And, and even on the, the seller side, when sellers, you know, my recent client, she was, uh, you know, she's been in this property for so long and just it was just becoming uh, a chore for her to keep it up. So she didn't think she would be able to sell it. And I got it sold for her. I got her the price she was looking for. She was so happy when she walked away. And, and, and so it's, it's stuff like that that makes me wake up every single day and say, yo, who can I go help today? That's it, and that's just what it is. Um, you know, making someone's life a lot easier and giving them the actual they actually want to have. And being that you are a vet and they are vets, it makes the, the transition a lot more easier because you know what they want from your perspective and theirs as well. So that's 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 definitely um that's a good feel. 
you know, um, I commend you for that. I thought about it myself, but I thought real estate, the gift of gab, man, is just not in me like that. I don't think I can actually sit there and say, you know, I can transfer a house, but I see people's minds are set on securing that bag where the commission is like 20 grand or more and a little less, but it's definitely five figures, you know. Um, but you said that there's not enough homes, but there are a lot of buyers. So what do you think is going about that right now? I mean, is it easy to build a house anywhere out there or a lot that we could do so, or is just, you know, they come and go, these houses? So, so it, what it is is, you know, one thing they're not doing anymore is creating any more dirt, right? Right. Like, like this is it, right? <laughs> like, okay. Like there's, yeah, there's, there's no land that's going to pop up from out of the water. So, so when you built on everything and, you know, the economy, you know, after what the economy went through 2000, basically between 2007 and 2011, you know, people are a little wary about um, making risky moves. So what we're seeing now is homeowners are, are just settled in and, and they have equity in their homes and they're not really looking forward to moving up like the traditional homeowners, you know, we've seen in years past. Mm -hmm. So, so we're seeing families, you know, that used to, you know, Oh, you got a three bedroom house. You have a few, few kids. Let me go ahead and get a four bedroom or a five bedroom house. That's not happened as much as we've seen back in the days. And then on top of that, you know, builders aren't building as much um, as we've seen back in the days as well because of a lot of red tape and bureaucracy that they have to, you know, jump through. And that's, of course, that's regional. You know, in this region, builders do have some issues with, uh, you know, getting permits and things that they need to get these homes up as fast as, as they would like. So that's kind of the, 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 the some of the different things that we're seeing out here. Um, and, and then, too, you know, there's just a certain particular type of home that people like. And, and it's just not out there, um, you know, that characteristic that, that is just not out there anymore. And that's what's making it a little tough to find that, you know, that, that, that dream home they're, they're, they want. So the question now is, can you sell water to a well? So, <laughs> no, because what, <laughs> what's, happening, what's happening now is people are, are even though they want to buy, they don't mind waiting so that, you know, back in the days, they always say, oh, it's better to buy than rent. And now we're seeing, um, you know, because a lot of the clientele that we're dealing with is millennials. Millennials don't have a, 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 a they don't care about renting right now. They'll they'll rent until the right property comes along. And so, so, so there's no you know hurry up and rush. And so who knows how long we'll see, you know, this stage of, of real estate and it being a seller's market, you know, because people are actually comfortable and when the time is right, then they'll make the move. There's no, you know, nobody's jumping the gun to try and get up under something that they really don't have have a, a love for. Wow. Well, you understand that. I mean, I guess like having your first car, you want the one you want, nothing else, and nothing left. Yep. So I don't understand that. I mean, it's crazy out here, back home, you know, houses are going left and right for sale, whether it's foreclosure or people want to sell left and right. So, you know, the market out here is for houses is, is there, but the money they're asking for is a little bit too much extravagant, especially mm. in the Rockaways. You know, they want half a mil for a house that was in the flood. And people are like, you know what, I can't do that. And because they're also trying to make these houses 
uh, on a high rise, should I say, basically raise the houses six feet, you know, so that actually happens again, you know, they're not really going to suffer as much as we did before when Hurricane Cindy came through um, a few years back. You know, they want five grand for flood insurance. When back in the day, when we were kids, you didn't have to have it, but now you got to have it, you know, which is kind of crazy. Um, But San Diego, you know, um, I've never been here before, and I'm dying to come out there, and I've had time to come before, and I never took that flight, but I definitely want to know what it's about, you know. um, I mean, how's the weather? I mean, how's the, how's the atmosphere? How's the, how's the people? I mean, hospitality around, everybody's, is everybody friendly? Compared to New York, what do you see the difference between both places? Oh, man. Man, it's like night and day. <laughs> night and day. Completely two opposite worlds. Um, it took some getting used to being from New York and living out here. And, and uh, that was just because I had a closed mind. But once I opened up, you know, to to what San Diego had to offer, man, it is this is one of those rare, rare opportunities here. And, you know, to start with, you asked about the weather. We got a Mediterranean style weather. You know what I mean? So we get we get cool mornings, cool nights, but it's beautiful throughout the day. And, uh, you know, the typical temperature here is in the, the low to mid 70s. Um, you know, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you don't get too much rain. Um, that's well, that's actually an issue because you know we have to conserve serve water as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the location and the topography is amazing. It's it's nothing that I've ever seen living on the East Coast because uh, you know in particularly like where I live, uh, I can see the water from my house, so that puts me fifteen minutes from the beach. Nice. And and then the mountains. If I wanted to go and see some snow. The mountains are an hour away, two hours away, depending on if I wanted to ski. You know, I don't have that far to drive if I wanted to hang out in the snow. And then the desert is, is about an hour and a half, two hours away. And then I got the border, which is about uh, 15, 20 minutes away. You know, so so I got all these different things that, you know, I'm not. People say, oh, you don't have seasons. It's like, no, I do have seasons. I just get the opportunity to drive to them whenever I feel like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's amazing. That, that's actually, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. And I, I like how yeah. you fit that. You actually had a, the opportunity to actually drive to where you want to be for a certain season to fill that a certain type of season. That's actually crazy. I like that. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. It, it was crazy to me. My first year here, uh, it was Christmas, and I was washing my car Christmas Day with uh, basketball shorts on and a t-shirt. <laughs> nothing like home <laughs> nothing like home that's for sure wow I mean alright so I mean I'm gonna pretty much put you with this one real quick I got a nice question for you you're both at the same age you know um, so I'm gonna take it back hit you with the question that um, I'm definitely curious to hear your thought about is what would you tell yourself at the age of 25 at this current point age right now? Uh, man, you know what is funny about that question is I asked that same exact question to a guy that uh, I met on a plane yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, that's funny. Uh, same exact question. I asked him because he's an entrepreneur. He's a, he's an artist and he's been uh, solo 
uh, like he stepped away from his job at, uh, in 2012. And, you know, we were just talking about being entrepreneurs. And I asked him, I said, what would you tell yourself? Like everything you know today, right now, what would you tell yourself back then? And, and, and he, he laughed at the question just like I'm laughing. So to answer it, uh, what I would tell my 25-year-old self is um, don't be scared. You know, I had a lot of fear when I was 25 years old. 25 is actually when I started Walk With Me Entertainment and uh, when I had the entertainment company. And um, so I would tell myself, don't be scared. Um, work and don't play. And, uh, and read a lot more books, a whole lot more books. <laughs> wow. And it's, I really, I, I forgot the whole, um, the side, well, I'm not going to say side, but I forgot about the whole business that you had with Walk With Me Entertainment. I really, that really just slipped my mind, but I know you were doing it. You were doing with the models, doing with the clothing. And um, it, it just, for me, it's just kind of like, and my mind says, I fade away. But like I said before, you're the ultimate hustler, you know, <laughs> starting with that, you know, real estate um, and this project you got going on with your community, you know, it's, like I said, with you has always been consistent, you know, and that's a blessing that not many of us actually have, you know, you definitely have it. So I definitely give it to you on that. And uh, for that, you round of applause. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate Definitely that. Definitely for you. I appreciate it, you know. And um, I know your parents are more than pleased with you. I know that for a fact, you know. And um, it's just, it's a privilege to actually have you a part of the bloodline, brother, you know. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, I really do. Hey, and I got so I hope you so Jesus Christ, tongue tied. Oh, man. Yeah. Hope I see you guys soon. Um, come September, you know, and uh, share that amazing experience with you guys for the second time, being my first time, and uh, definitely care to see you guys soon. Um, so what I'm gonna do is, um, I'm gonna say thank you again for your time, you know, um, I appreciate you, I love the family, um, love what you stand for as a man. And um, thank you for making this, this episode something to me. I, I appreciate that, man. And, and to to be to be on your first episode, I'm telling you, as, as my my cousin slash brother, <laughs> I, I I I only anticipate amazing things with this, man. I, I know I'm be listening to you on iTunes or or Stitcher or something like that, watching a YouTube video. This is the first of many, man. <laughs> I'm definitely going to work on it. You know, um, it's it's building right now as we speak. And uh, when I get it going again on the, on the full throttle, best believe I'll bring you back here again for round two. That's guaranteed. All right, that's going to be real dope. <laughs> that's going to be real dope. <laughs> that's, that's guaranteed. Round two will do definitely again, you know, because um, one thing that people must understand is that even though we're not in the same state, you know, it's always um, it's always best to be in touch with your family no matter what, regardless. You know, true that. You know, you lose touch with somebody in your family. You know, you don't want to see them at the wrong time. You want to see them at the right time. 
do all that good times before you get to that wrong time. So I want to keep this going as much as possible. You know, we stay in touch and all that good stuff. And um, I chose you because, like I said, you're the ultimate hustler. You're my hashtag that too. You know, that's definitely what you are. And you stand for, for greatness. And the way you're going, you're going to be nothing but great what you do regardless. So on my end, you got my full support. With everything you put your hands on, that's guaranteed. You and the family, you know. And like I said, I'll see you guys soon for September. And uh, when I make it there, we're going to party. <laughs> I look forward to it. You know, cigars and all. Definitely look forward to it, my brother. That's for sure. So um, with that being said, for the listeners out there, <clears throat> this is my family right here. This is my brother. This is Tommy Walker, the second. You know, San Diego resident, born and raised in Queens, New York, for Rockaway. This man has been through it all. Armed service, real estate agent, you know, and uh, if you're ever in San Diego area right now listening to him, San Diego, check him out. Again, Tommy Walker the second real estate. If you're already start, can you please tell him again how to reach you? Uh, you can catch me on Facebook, Tommy Walker Homes, uh, or you could catch me on, actually, you catch me everywhere. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Tommy Walker Homes, or just go right to the internet, TommyWalkerHomes.com. <laughs> and there it is. And uh, on that note, family, you have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. And uh, to you, much blessings, man. Definitely. I look forward to talking to you real soon, my brother. Thank you. Good night. Definitely. Good night.